This is Comet Picks by the Glick. And I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Well, tonight is a uh, it's like a series from, from a writer that I've enjoyed for a while, a guy by the name of Tom Taylor. It's like he's written it's like he's written like a lot of stuff that I've enjoyed, such as um the all all new Wolverine over at Marvel, um run on Suicide Squad over over at DC, and also the Deceased series, which is basically DC's answer to Marvel Zombies. He's also probably one of the few, if not only, writers to have written Star Wars comics at both Dark Horse and and Marvel. Now. One thing I've not, um, you know, paid a lot of attention to is his creator-owned work because he's basically been busy like building a following at the major companies. It's like you know over, over the last few years. But after like you know his success with All New Wolverine and Deceased, he's basically you know like teamed up with artist Daniele Di Nicolo to um do do a series called Seven Secrets, which wrapped up after like after three volumes. And well, I think it's all right but there's this nagging feeling that maybe just maybe i'm too old for this stuff anyway what is seven secrets about well basically it's about an organization called the order of the seven secrets it's like they've basically been around for millennia and they're basically like their job is to protect like these these seven secrets guarded in suitcases each suitcase has a like has a has a holder someone who's like you know like handcuffed to them and trying to like you know make sure they don't fall into the wrong hands as well as a keeper in order to like you know protect protect the holder now we're introduced to uh two of these like um one particular pair of keeper keeper and holders like early on there's there's ava and sigurd and we're introduced to them like they're being like they're being attacked and by, by an unknown unknown force and sigurd has to like give up his life in order to save save ava now, this is important because we find out in short order that they went and did something that um, a keep, keeper and holder are never supposed to do. Fall in love and have a kid. That kid is Kaspar. He is the actual protagonist of this series. We're introduced to him like once the <coughs> once the series gets going in its, it's like like in its second issue. It's like he's basically like like we're we're shown early on that you know like after at his birth like um like Ava understood you know what like what this meant for like for the organization so we're we're shown like a scene of her just like after having given birth to Caspar just gives him away saying no I don't want to see him and you know it's like that's and then you know so Caspar is given to another member of the other members of the order in order order to be raised because you know hey kids it's like kid comes from a good from a good line good family line here no way they're going to give him up they just can't you know like have him being you know, being a drag on like his parents like obligations which is to the secret so but so caspar winds up having a, a like a relatively normal child childhood like being raised by an awesome awesome order that's you know like that's basically training him in all sorts of like cool cool combat and like general like in general knowledge stuff but you know so i guess thing, as things go on he grows up he gets to know it's like ava and it's like even Sigurd uh, and trust and Shen, you know, why they, you know, let him, it's like, let him go. But the series doesn't get, get going until, you know, like the, 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 uh, the order comes under attack by the seekers. They're essentially the bad guys here. And they believe that they want to get their hands on the uh, secret secrets of the power they represent. And then there's one of their like, higher ups, Amon, who basically like, you know, believes that, you know, this whole conflict is just, just, total bullshit and he wants you know like these things to be destroyed so he just they can so like 
this whole thing can come to an end. Now, it's like it, I, I think that it's a, this is overall like, a, like a, you know, like a fairly, fairly solid concept. I mean, you got your mystery, like, you know, what is the seven secrets? You got like your, it's like, like your, like, like a little teenage protagonist, it's like in Cat and Caspar. It's like, and like, and there's like a, a colorful group of like support, supporting cat, cat, cast members as well, like from Bully, from Bully Titus to, it's like to Al, Allison Fa and, and um, his, and uh, uh, Fa like Fauci, I think that's her, that's her name. Like, well, they're, it's like they're both the, they're they're like a former conqueror and pirate king that pirate queen that we'll find out more about late it's like later on but you know it's like it's got like it's got like a general like a like a general like um so, like solid solid story and solid solid progression and setup and it's and on one hand it's like you know it's, it's it maintains like a solid level of presentation as well like taylor's like taylor's writing is never it's like it's never less less professional, and he does a good job of keeping the action moving. It's like moving quite along, while also just you know throwing in like you know like fun bits, like just how how well respected the order the order is, and like how they've got how all talks about all the world leaders that showed up you know, in order to mourn Caspar's passing, and how they've also got like a good friend in the um like in the Aboriginal um Queen of England in this like in the world of this series, and there's also like his like his some um, fun. His bit of like you know dunking on bits of like you know, you know, you know established established wisdom that isn't you know actual that that isn't actual like you know wisdom. It's like, and it's and and also the quipping you know most kind of mostly hits. But if anything, the uh, the 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 real star of the show here is the art um, from Dean Cuolo. I was not familiar with this guy prior to. Um, prior to this series, but apparently he did a lot of Power Rangers comics also for um publisher Bo um Boom Comics. And um you know it's like this series was lucky lucky to have him because he like from from the jump like um Nicuolo delivers some really like stellar like ama like amazing work. Just just work just like leaps off of the page and gra and grabs you. It's exciting, full of energy and just you know just just, just like let you know this like this this is like a, the major talent has has arrived here he's got style he's got flash and he's got a lot of diversity here too in terms of like you know being able to like draw a cast like it's like a like a very like a very very varied sizes body types ethnicities and also like a very um very um diverse geographic series as well because this series takes place all over the all over the world and even like you know some places Places that aren't aren't part of it as well, so so he's so like that's that's kind of like one thing about the series that I really can't um say say is bad, and I do think that overall it's like Nicole's work like generally elevates the uh it's like like the the work as a whole. Oh, and also I do want to mention that to even like give us like a really adorable demon, uh baby demon in volume three, which you know this this is really nice here, just like a little. Side. I mean, the demon didn't have to be adorable, but you know, it's like he made it adorable, and that's really, really kind of impressive and all. Um, where Seven Secrets starts to lose me is in the fact that it's actually it's it's really kind of conventional in terms of how how these kinds of stories go, because basically you got like an organization that's like you know, you know, been been protecting its secrets for millennia, and then once you know it, they're facing attack an attack by like a uh, an organization that wants to destroy them and you know you know how these things go it's like has there ever been a like a 
like a story involving these kind of setups where like you know the uh like where the defending organization or the organization made up of the good guys you know like wasn't immediately brought to their knees by the attacking guys it's like like early on and at one point in volume one it looks like taylor is going to like just you know throw that stuff right out the window because as the uh, order of the seven secrets is being attacked well like their their leader basically informs um person leading the attack that yeah you know you don't think we didn't see this coming like we've been preparing for something something like this for like for millennia now and i thought hey you know that's cool like you know it's like, it, it makes sense that, like you know that they actually have a plan to you know fight off like a like a like a, a well-staged attack by the by the bad guys here so that so that's something i really i really liked i want to see okay where are you gonna go with this um tom then immediately afterwards we find out that oh turns out the bad guys you know anticipated this so they only committed the people they didn't like to this attack oh and also the uh it's like it's like the order of the seven secrets you know well apparently they've they're going to like abandon abandon things anyway and go to a place that you know that um that obviously the bad guys can't can't figure out where where it would be but you know like the bad guys are really that clever so they do and basically just once recommitting to like to all this to the sum to this business that i was just you know so hoping to, to, be, to be to be done with i was it was a guy i was hoping for a good swerve out of convention but instead it's like just sort of away from convention and then just right into like it's like right into a wall and you know it's like unfortunately like seven secrets really doesn't um deliver anything like like that interesting or compelling after it's like after after that i mean there is some business in um like in volume two when it's like hinted at that you know maybe like the uh order of some secrets may may not have like the right idea when it turns like when it comes to like you know tor torturing people for information or just you know like um trying to like like demanding like absolute fealty from their it's like like from their from their young charges and also like the level of um like torture and brutality that goes into um selecting the uh, keepers and the and the holders that's 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 something that's kind of like implied at the end at the end of volume two <laughs> but um it doesn't actually but it doesn't actually play out like once we get to volume three because volume three well basically continues the uh it's like the business of like you know, finding out that caspar is well he's not just a chosen one he's super special as well like aside like aside from the uh like from being like one of the uh like one of the holders well it turns out that he's also raised in it's like in um it's like in the land of fairies as well so oh and apparently he can fly too so there's there's that so there's there's a lot of a lot of that business go, it's like going on here just make sure he's like he, he's super special as in addition to like narrating the whole thing as well which as he lets us know early on that oh wait yeah too bad i don't live to see this because i die at the end and if you think that, well, hey, wait a second, you know, it's kind of a, you're kind of really tipping your hand there, Mr. Taylor, if you're thinking, saying that, you know, like our main character's going to die at the beginning of the series, makes you wonder, like, hey, maybe he's got some sort of plan here, like there's going to be some sort of twist, like at, at the end. Well, I will admit that, you know, he does, like, um, he does really commit to that bit, it's like as things go on, but um, in the end, it's way things turn out it's all pretty pretty conventional it's like you know it, like 
thing, things work out well, even like even for the bad guys. And we also find out what the uh, whole, what all the seven secrets are, which, you know, I'll admit that the revelation is, is kind of interesting, but at the same time, I don't know. It's like, I, I guess I was kind of hoping for more, more to be done with this because we really don't find out what these secrets are, what they represent until the very last issue. So the series, you know, called Seven Secrets, it's one of those things where it's, it's not really about them. It's really about the people protecting them. And that's probably something that, you know, you sh that I think, you know, like you can probably pick up on as, as things go. But at the same time, you know, for a series with something like that in its title, I guess I was kind of hoping for more to be done with, like done with it. You know, I, it's like, like at the end, because also the end, I don't know if this like the series was meant to run only 15 issues, only 18 issues, or if um, Taylor had plans to extend, like extend the series length, you know, things, things went well. Like if it became a, uh, something is killing the children, um, level, like level hit. But the, but the way the story plays out, like um, by the end of these 18 issues, it kind of feels like it's, like it's run its course and that, you know, everything's wrapped up at the end with a, with a nice little bow. And ultimately in the end, <coughs> it's all right. I think this is, it's a fine, you know, like, advent, like adventure story that ultimately like doesn't, doesn't do a whole lot new with um like, it's like with, with its, with its setup, but at least um has like some really nice art, like in order to ele elevate the whole experience. It's like, and ultimately I, there's this nagging feeling here that you know maybe I am too old for for something for something like this that maybe that this this was ultimately like something that was probably pitched more towards a, a young um young adult re readership like basically someone who like an audience who isn't um completely familiar with all the uh, trends trends and tropes of these stories who can look at this and go and like like don't have and don't have like the the knowledge of knowledge of years of genre expectations in order to like you know so go in order to be disappointed by the fact that you know it looked like the uh order of the seven secrets is going to be one step ahead of its opponents after its initial attack but then just reveal themselves to be just as dumb as every organization before them yeah it's something that yeah i kind of would, would like to know what my uh my nieces would think would think about this since it's, this does seem like it's like it's perfect perfectly um readable by anyone like anyone in junior junior high or high school um for me i don't know it's it's not bad, but I don't know. It's like I guess I guess I was expect, expecting more from it. I was expecting more from from um, from Mr. Taylor, um, considering the stuff I've generally enjoyed the stuff he's done. But I guess you know, it's like I'll be um, I'll save my uh, expectations for when the uh, third volume of Deceased is um, it's like like is collected next year. And boy, you better believe I'm going to be doing doing a podcast on that because you know. That kind of like is like you know him firing on all cil cylinders and finding like you know all sorts of like interesting cool connections between um like the various DC characters that like in an apocalyptic setting. So yeah, that's something I'm I'll really enjoy talk about. And I guess like if you're looking to like see the writer at his best, you can either check out um any of the deceased deceased stuff, specifically um the villain centric volume Unkillables, or his um all all new Wolverine run, which basically um, gave um, Laura Kinney, you know, the spotlight as, as Wolverine. It's like, it basically showed her that, yeah, she can be, she can be every bit as good. It's like as Logan himself. 
even in some new ways that don't involve like murdering a whole bunch of bad, bad people, which is kind of, kind of impressive when you think about it. Um, as for Seven Secrets, yeah, it's not bad, but I don't know. It's like not something I r recommend that you go, that you go and rush out, rush out and buy. It's like if you're, if you're an established fan of the writer, but you know, hey, maybe, maybe this will turn you into a fan, fan of artist um, Daniele Di Nicolo. And I'll look forward to seeing whatever he does next, which also includes a, a team up on Nightwing, which um, Taylor is curr currently writing. So I'll be interested in seeing you know, how that, that reunion goes. Cool. So do you like the DC, the C, D, DC, deceased? I can't say it right. Series. <laughs> and how does it compare to the Marvel, 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 Marvel zombies? Man, my tongue is tied tonight. <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. It's like, it's, I don't know it's it's interesting because it does seem like uh like taylor's plan had a better plan for like, expanding the series than than kirkman did like kirkman um over and sean phillips over with marvel zombies is like i think they just kind of like figured like that initial miniseries just gonna be like one and done like we're just doing like a like some like over the top marvel like zombie action and that's it because no this isn't gonna catch on this is gonna be a mega, mega hit it turns out it was a mega hit and one of being like growing like you know far beyond their initial expectations and you know they did the second series and then and then they, they then they tapped out um with uh deceased taylor um taylor seems to have planned managed to like balance things pretty well in terms of delivering both like you know self-contained stories for each of the uh you know various um deceased um like store storylines while also um, contributing to like a like a longer a bigger picture as well which is to say, like, you know, you can read volume one and it and it wraps up pretty, you know, pretty self-contained. You can read volume two, same as well, even though there are a couple threads that you that you think, hey, maybe there's gonna be like a follow-up volume to like wrap, finish things off. And that's what we're getting next year, like deceased, war of the dead gods. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you know what you're gonna be talking about next time? Next time we're going back, going back to high school, specifically Rick Remender's high school. Rick Remender and Wes Craig's high school in Deadly Class, which you know, like a series I've been reading for years, and I'm looking forward to seeing how they, like, how they wrap it up, and if it, and if it becomes, you know, like the, the creators, specifically the writers, a magnum opus. Okay, we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. Right. Later's. <laughs>